well you were I know, today. I know we're sitting here, we're sort of talking about what do we talk about? Mm. Then we started talking about behaviour in the classroom. Yeah, I, just, I wasn't sure where we were going. Topic, well, I had a topic of motivation skills. Mm. But what I kind of think I was meaning by that was self motivation, self, and also self regulation or self control mm. of emotions, of emotions, of behavior, of behavior. Mm-hmm. and how that impacts at school, mm. and how if if it's your child, what would you do? If it's another child in the classroom, what do you do? As in the as in the way they they're impacting others in the classroom or yeah as in if your child sort of is talking to you about the fact that you know that charlie keeps banging on the desk while mm. we're doing our work and not so much being bullied not bullying stuff more disruptive no, kind just of... disruptive in mm-hmm. the classroom what do mm. you do with that because mm. it kind of i, I want to try and keep it on behavior in the classroom because mm. um we can that's a whole other sort of session if we talk about friendship yeah, problems a, yes i agree did we ever talk too. about that i i'm not in sure but I, yeah. I did have it written here for mm. one of our topics mm. so we can cover mm. that as well um, so with the behavior so so your child comes home and is well the teacher sort of you know is ringing you know saying that, that your child is your child's sort of having a meltdown mm. every now and again and mm can't control himself or herself within the classroom when something doesn't go their way whatever and I mean it happens more of course you know kindergarten for example because you know a lot of kids it's the first time they're in Mm. a school kind of like a group setting should Mm. I say if they haven't been to preschool Mm. or childcare or anything which a lot of them would have well the thing what I find though is that sometimes it doesn't even show there because in preschool and childcare settings, mm. the ratio of adult to child is much higher. So I think it's one for every yeah. five kids. And there's not a whole bunch of other grown-up, uh, bigger kids in the playground and in the setting. You're right. That's true as well. So in they don't have setting. other older kids to follow. Mm. And also, when there's because the ratio is so high, so say one to five kids, Mm-mm. what happens often is that if there is a child who is sort of unable to Adapt self-regulate yourself, yeah. when things are not going their way, mm. then they tend to get one of the adults to kind of shadow the child and and be extra interactive with that child. This is in the preschool. Yeah, setting, and yeah. thereby kind of covering it up yeah, because okay. the child is getting everything they want still. Mm. You see, they're getting all the attention. You know, mm-hmm. they're getting the things that they want if they get upset. So they they don't yeah. tend to encourage or teach self regulation yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In in those settings, mm. which well, I think is a shame. Yeah. Because I think it should be. Yeah. <laughs> but not all not all childcare places and preschools and that. Um, I think even have have the the knowledge mm. on how to do that mm. okay. at this stage. So they come to school, suddenly I'm here with 30 other kids and, and a whole I bunch don't of have I see. an adult around yeah. very much. And mm. little Charlie over here, he wants 
to take you know my toy mm. but I've got it mm. so what am I going to do when he grabs it off me well mm. you know I'm just going to have my tantrum now because mm. that's all I know how to deal with it mm. and so suddenly we have a situation yeah and and, and I would say probably 5% maybe yeah, 5% maybe of the well, maybe even 10%. So you're seeing yeah, 10% this in the primary school, of, of in the primary kindergarten classroom. Kindergarten settings, okay. yeah. Mm. Initially, yeah. when when they first start. And that's because there's not there's not the capacity to self regulate. Yeah, because they have they yeah. haven't they haven't learnt this. Learnt the skill mm. of being able to find another way to achieve what they want. Mm. Or the skill to accept when that they can't always have mm. what they want, and that's okay. Mm. I'll just go and get this teddy bear and play with that instead. Mm. So, is that something that is that you find it's learnt in kindergarten? No, I think it's just because you're suddenly thrown in, into it, thrown into an environment okay where it. there's thirty kids. Yeah, and some will manage it okay, and there's going to be that small <laughs> yeah. percentage who some just of won't. it are used to have already. They've got siblings and understood home, that they can't have always yeah. what they want, mm-hmm. and some have never had that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I often say because parents some, often will say to me, "Oh, you know, it's my first child, so you know, you know." I had one just the other day. It was mm-hmm. my first child, so you had grandparents and parents all and, and all the yeah. attention and everything, you know. And I, and the, I always say the, the point is, of course, you can't. You, you're not going to have your first child and go now. I won't give too much attention because when we have the second one, yeah, that's, that's right. right. You don't do that. Forget right? it. You're getting all the attention. <laughs> <laughs> you get all the attention. So. You know, that's understandable. Yeah. It's, I suppose, uh, what happens, of course, then is when they when they end up with another sibling there mm. or another rival yeah. for rival. attention, yes. whatever that might be. Yes. It might be in the classroom. It might be the first time as well. It could yeah. be an only child. And so, mm. you know, they've never come across someone else actually challenging them mm. for something. So then, of course, yes, then it has to be something that's dealt with in the school level. And look, that's okay. And yeah. don't, just because your child is one of the 10% or whatever, it's, it's, not, it's not any real reflection yeah, no, I know on, what saying. on the child and what's happening. It's just, a, it's just a, a reflection on their experience up to that point. Yeah. That's all. So what happens then? So like the, say the, okay. so your child is, you know, not managing to regulate yeah. their emotions or their behaviour in the classroom setting. Yeah. The school teacher gets in touch with you. Yeah. What does the parent do? Okay, so like what? the yeah. parent then, I think the best thing is to find out what actually is happening in the classroom mm. from a behavior point of view okay. so what happens if a child hits someone or hurts someone in the classroom what does the teacher do so if the teacher puts them into well you know time out if that's what the teacher does or self calming space mm. or a calming space or whatever usually that's what the school settings do these so days should the parents mimic that so they should mimic okay. that make it consistent between okay. home and school okay. and then if if the child's in an environment where challenges don't arise very often 
because there's no other sibling around mm. or the sibling's a baby and mm. not really, you know, any kind of, you know, rivalry yet yeah. or that or that the child's an only child, mm. then then you have to create it. Okay. So the only yeah. way you can create it is by making yourself a okay. challenge. Yeah, okay. You know? So because if you're a parent of one child mm. and you don't have any other siblings, mm. the child doesn't have any other siblings, then you have to become the other person mm. that your child needs to consider. Because in life, you can't do everything yourself yeah. And, yeah. and get it all for yourself. You have to consider other people in the community yeah. around you, in your workplace, yeah. in your, you know, wherever yeah. you are. Yeah, right? you're not we're not on your own. No, we're yeah. not on an island, right? So, okay, so if you've got to do that, then you've got to create that situation at home mm. even though there's no other sibling there because if there was a sibling there and they both wanted to have the last piece of cake you're not going to say to one of them oh you can have it and yeah the other one just will do bad so sad yeah, yeah. you're going to say well hang on a moment what about that that what about yeah. your sibling yeah. right so mm. you say hang on a moment what about me mm. i might want to have that cake that cake does look very nice you know yeah. And so let the child then sort of negotiate with you yeah. and then say, oh, okay, mum, well, if you want to have some too, yeah, but okay. I want to have it, mum. Well, yeah, but, but I want to have it. So what are we going to do? Mm. Can, we, can we find a way that you can be happy, mm. but I can be happy too? Because if mm. you take the cake, you're going to be happy, but I will be unhappy. But if mm. I take the cake, then I'll be happy, but you will be unhappy. Mm -hmm. So what can we do so that both of us can <laughs> yeah. be happy? Yeah. And then that child has to think, okay, what would make mum happy? Mm. Empathy. Mm. Right? Yeah. And if I think empathetically, mm. then I will get something in return yes. that will allow me to feel good about to feel myself. feel good about what I'm doing, yeah. So yeah. you have to then... Yeah. Okay. That. So yeah. if you're... If, for those who have so working one with child, school, working with the become the other teacher. The other yeah, child. yeah. So when it happens at school, then yeah, just yeah. okay. Then that's what we have to try and mimic at home. Yeah. So start challenging your child on that and teaching them. And if they just go into a big no, I'm gonna have my cake or whatever, right? Mm. Then Which you is just what they would do. Yeah, like initially, they're, they're, of course, they're, they're going what brain? You know, they're not thinking. No, like, yeah. they're going what? Yeah, I always yeah. have. The, yeah. No one ever challenged me on yeah, this. What yeah. is this? You know, <laughs> this is not acceptable, right? So of course they're going to, and they may even up the ante yeah. because they're thinking this is not the way things normally run, run in this place, in this house, right? <laughs> so it'll probably go higher, and then eventually, you know, come lower. But when they're, if they're not calm, then you you need to go somewhere else because I mm. I I shouldn't have to put up with your tantrum mm. that's not fair to me mm. and you need to calm down mm. otherwise nothing gets resolved mm. that cake stays in the fridge mm. no one's having it mm. until we're all calm you know and when oh, we're people calm, should just see Saskia's <laughs> expression as she talks about that cake <laughs> so very go on <laughs> And then, and then make sure that when they come back and they're calm, that you actually negotiate yeah. and you really create something that they think, wow, that's much better than mm. when I have a tantrum mm. 
and I feel really bad yeah. about myself and I feel bad about yelling at mum and kicking her in the shins and all that stuff and be what I did before. Because yeah. they don't like doing those things. I, I no, tell you... they I, don't. They it, really don't. Oh, so many children, but I, I would say 99.9% .9 of mm. children that I speak to mm. about their actions mm. will say to me they don't like it. Mm. They don't want to be doing it. Mm. But they're in survival mode. Yeah. And children will be in survival mm. mode because that's, that's mm. all they know mm. at this point. And that's where we come in to help them to survive in an environment that's not solely and wholly just for them. Yeah. In an environment that is a large community. How are they going to slot it? Like, navigate slotting into this environment yeah. at their level. Yes. So yeah. that's what I would recommend. Yeah. I'd be saying to the teacher, okay, how do you do it in the classroom then when that happens? Yeah. How, how do you handle that? So this and is when, the, when your own child... When your own that. child yeah. has that problem. Okay. And then try to create that consistently at home okay. and then they'll be out of it yeah. real fast and what about when if it's another child that is okay. creating a lot of disruption in the classroom and your child you're timid or your whatever personality traits your child has but yes. more on that timid side on that kind of reserve yes and they're not dealing with it they're, they're not overwhelmed by yes behavior from another child that is you know disruptive lots of tantrums yep. You know, yep. how do you how do you deal with that? How do you deal with that as a parent? Yeah, like if your child's coming home, I don't want to go to school. You know, so and so yeah. keeps on you know throwing things or getting upset or crying or taking stuff, whatever. Like yeah. I don't, you yeah. know, yeah. if you've got hypothetically, you know, a child in the class whose mm -hmm. behaviour mm -hmm. is is overwhelming, overwhelming. So I think it would be first. The first port of call is to talk to them about it the child not just knee jerk go jump straight to off school. straight yep. to school and with talk with the teacher yeah. you know yeah so talk because about how it makes them feel yeah. at their level at their level mm -hmm. and yeah. wow that that must be really hard I, I, that would that would be a bit scary actually yeah. you know things mm. like that yeah um and find out really where they're at with it because i've i mean I've, i do this with with kids all yeah. the time and often they will say oh but what i've done is you know i do this and this and, yeah. and just ignore it or i do you know yeah. you so almost they, help them to recognize actually, how yeah. they're managing it yeah and that they are actually managing it yeah yeah and just affirm to them that yeah. that sounds good yeah yeah how's yeah. that working for mm. you you know well mm. it's not too yeah. bad okay good good, good yeah. on you you know yeah. um and i suppose the second thing i would also do is talk about that child so yes basically yes. giving the message yeah. am i on track giving the message you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> giving the that child your child the message that obviously that child has a situation where they can't control yeah. that and yeah. it's difficult for them and that would be really hard mm. imagine how what would mm. that be like mm. if you weren't able to because you know you know when you don't get a piece of you know going back to the cake yeah. getting a piece of cake <laughs> and you always sort of go you know okay or you talk about it with me or we work out a solution what if you couldn't do that you it's know? like giving them a sense of what's going on for the other person what's going on or for to think about person. what's going on for the other person yeah yeah and that's massive i think i think so too massive too yeah it really empowers them because yeah. they because first of all you you are acknowledging and affirming it's not about you 
No, it's impacting them. It's this and that. Yep. And then, oh, hang on a minute. You're actually dealing with it much better than you realize. Yep. And you highlight all of that from what they come out with. Yeah. And then, yeah, get them to consider what might be going on for the other person. Yes. I think that's massive. Because otherwise the child will think that maybe they're doing something, you know, because you don't know how this this other kid is responding. They could be saying, oh, you made me angry yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know. So you want to make sure that they understand that, that it's, it's not actually about not them. about them. Yeah. It's not, they're not the ones doing, mm. you know, doing the wrong thing. And it's a good life lesson because how often as adults and into, oh. you know, into it, right through so oh. many things are not about us that mm. we are experiencing from others. Mm. It's pretty much what's And we're going talking a lot, that's right, yeah. it's a lot in the news these days about things like that mm. where, you know, gaslighting and people being mm. blamed for things when it's actually not them, it's, you know, mm. it's somebody else because... We do, as human beings, we do tend to deflect a lot of mm. things that we should actually be owning. So, and that comes down to learning about boundaries. That's going to be a session we need to talk about one day is boundaries. Do I'll write that down. Boundaries? Maybe not really, not in so. depth or whatever. Boundaries yeah. as we'll just go us, on. even parents, yeah. as boundaries. Yeah. Because I, I did a talk on that last, just before COVID, I think. Oh, definitely then we should tap and into it. Yeah, with yeah. parents, and they really, yeah, they were really I mean, boundaries in life. Like, oh, it's massive. Operating within boundaries. And is, needing is to know where it should where be you, and where, where it shouldn't right. be and what yeah. you've learnt and mm. where it should be mm. as opposed to where it really should mm. be. <laughs> So anyway, but th that's where the kids learn yeah. about boundaries because yeah. then they see, oh right, so it's not me, it's yeah. him, yeah. and I'm okay. Yeah. And so then you can start talking to them about what to do when mm. when they do mm. try and do something. Mm. And it's not necessarily, and it's not blame. It's more no. understanding. Yes. You know what I mean? They're le they're they're learning. Yes how to be understanding of yes. of others yeah as opposed to the, a blame thing yeah and maybe I mean? trying that, to help yeah and yeah it's i've had kids look mm. i'll tell you just uh, not so long ago i had two two boys i mean what were they year oh, three three mm. and one of them uh was bothering the other one was, you know not being very nice on the table on the um, desk together mm. and uh, the other one was with me at the time and and told me about it so I said well let's get him down mm. let's see so what's going year on year three year three so they're like nine eight nine yeah yeah. Like, yeah yeah let's see what's going on you mm. know what's going on for him so brought him down I said tell him what you were telling me you know oh you know you're making a lot of noise all the time on the desk and you sing and I ask you to stop and you know and you don't stop and when kids do that, you know, you'll find they often will, they'll keep telling me and I keep saying, look at him. Yeah. Tell yeah. him. Don't tell me. Tell him, yeah. you know. Very hard for them to be, to stand there and actually yeah. Amazing say it to put them the in that position. other child. Yeah. yeah. In the safety of you. In the safety yeah. of me, of mm. course. Anyway, then the other boy mm. piped up and said, oh, yeah, I know. I know it's, it's actually hard, but... He said, "What I, I the reason I sing is because at home it's pretty tough at the moment and stuff, and I've got things going on. and And when I sing, I find I don't think about it as much because I'm thinking about wow. the song. Really? Yeah. 
And then I said, okay, well, do, and I said to the other kid, well, did you, what do you think about that? Mm. And he said, oh, I didn't know that. He said, oh, it's all right. You can sing. <laughs> I said, well, okay, well, let's, we can put a few boundaries on it here. You know, you don't have to put up with it all the time, but yeah. it, it was, was fantastic for it them. I have that all the time. A lot of times we, if you, if you get that, the, the kids together mm. and they explain that it's not, they see then, they mm. understand, oh, it's, you're not doing it just to bother me or just to make it hard for yeah, me. Yeah. You're doing it for a reason. There's a reason behind your Okay, so, you, so going back to the, kindergarten yeah. situation yes. so you've gone through those three kind of aspects or discussions yep. with your little yes. person yes then would you do that would you then go to the class would you with the teacher arrange for them to have yeah that I would I, the two kids to have if, that as long as the teacher does it I would do what we call it's called restorative justice yeah, yeah. approach yeah so you do and that so in hopefully mm-hmm. you, the, the teacher would be aware of what restorative justice approach mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. in in solving mm-hmm. problems and uh, and that's what it is basically is bringing the two together mm-hmm. and letting them explain to each other yeah. what's bothering them yeah. and trying to find a solution mm-hmm. where both of them can mm-hmm. be happy mm-hmm. And uh, if as you early do as that, kindergarten. Oh, yeah. I have kids yeah. in year four, five, six say to me, "Well, I'm he's my enemy because back in kindergarten, oh, something my. happened." Okay. I have that quite often. Do you? So, well, so if things. you resolve, some yeah, time, some, yeah, oh, yeah, massively. Yeah. If you resolve mm. these issues, because they become under a misunderstanding that mm. that that kid doesn't like me mm. or that kid wants to mm. hurt me, mm. and so I avoid that kid. Yeah. Or that kid, and this is the thing that we have to be very careful of as parents. We, you know, if a child, you know, we think that child's, you know, upsetting our our kid or being, you know, angry or behaviour-wise, if we say to our child, "Well, just don't play with them, avoid them," yes, you know, stay away from them. Yeah. Well, you're in a classroom for one thing mm. with thirty kids. Mm. Very hard mm. to always specifically yeah. avoid certain yeah. kids so that already puts a, a yeah. problem on it yeah secondly that kid quite often is playing with your friends so mm. this is not bullying this your is kids disruptive friends. this kid. is just disruptive yeah. kid yeah. you know mm. it's just because there's always reasons for it it's always best to try to uh create a situation so talk with the teacher about creating mm. A situation in which that child is not in a threatening activity yeah. the best way is to have have them to be able to yeah. work things out each yeah. time mm. so that they can be understanding but also so that the commitment from that child who is having behavior problems also has to commit themselves to changing what they're doing as mm. well mm. And the younger they change, the, the quicker they change. Mm, mm. So many underlying things can yeah can happen, like you know, self awareness, yeah, empathy, understanding, like so many sort of uh, areas yes. in the development yeah. of these of a child. Yes, and any sort of child, any of our kids mm. can can be that child, mm. <laughs> like who's mm. having problems with their behaviour. Mm. Any any of our kids at any given time mm. or different times. So and sometimes well, it's absolutely. just a matter of talking with yeah. them at home. And you know I've seen kids, you know their behaviour hasn't been good. And when the parents have found out about it, yeah. 
then from the next day onwards, kid's fine. Yeah. And all it took mm. was parents to sit down with them and, and, mm. and talk to them about what they're doing. Mm. Didn't require anything more. No, and sometimes things can be happening at home that impact. Absolutely. Well, lots of times. It's, yes. You know, like even for well, us. that the parents don't think is impacting but find no, out that it is no, and so right. they have to actually yeah. do something about it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we get a phone call and it impacts our behaviour. Oh, yes. But you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. Absolutely, we, yeah. Yeah. Our behaviour is constantly being impacted. Yes. But we're much better at regulating, hopefully. Yeah. And we, you know, there's a lot of things that we can change to how they're acting, what they're watching, what they're eating, you know, all those things so many also layers affect and so many factors, behaviour absolutely. as mm. well. So those things, you know, they're all things that we can look at when that arises mm. Mm. in at school. Mm. So it's not... A nightmare if a teacher rings and tells you it's just a you know a wake-up call like yeah you know we really well, our have attitude to... to the phone call yep is big massive yes mm. if we if we you get defensive not my child or what's going yes. on to what's happening with like yep. and we can't help it sometimes you know you will get because it's, it's it hurts or it's like you know, or it's a shock yep you know but I think, yep. yeah, if we just sort of look at our attitude and how we're responding to mm. to the phone call or to the situation, mm. it's Because it's only going to benefit yeah, everyone. And well, it's only the about whole. their actions and yeah. teachers are not going to be calling for no reason. Mm. And early intervention. Um, and, yeah, and some teachers, you know, there are, you know, that's the thing too, you have different teachers. Some teachers are really on top of it yeah. and get in there very quickly with mm. the parents so that it's easy to yeah. change. Yeah. Other teachers might not do it and try to sort of sort it out themselves yeah. in the classroom yeah. and then f- realise it's just not working. Yeah. I love the idea of the time, time, you know? Like, you know, checking what's going on in the classroom, how's the teacher dealing with it? Yeah. Do it at home. Do it at home. Bring it home and work yeah. together. Yeah. Well, I mean, collaborative schools... work is the biggest thing between parents and, and yeah. teachers, I think, especially in those early years when there are behavioural issues. and Yes. And most schools today are hands-off. Right? Mm. They have a hands-off rule mm. as part of their um, school rules. Yeah. Uh, and so that's one rule already, even if you you know, you haven't got your kids at school mm. yet or whatever. Mm. That's one rule that mm. you can already impo- put in place at mm. home, mm. a hands-off rule, mm. and have consequences for it if they do you know, give them some calming time, space away from mm. the rest of the family mm. if they're going to choose physical harm to to get their way and teach them really early on that that's not going to work because the moment they hit school it's it's not going to (laughs) work it's not going to work and when they get to the age of 18 it definitely is not going to work and if we don't teach them early then you can't turn around 18 and say look i know you've been you know bashing up your siblings and everything for the last 18 years but i have to tell you when you get out there on the street you can't go hitting anybody out Mm. well it's certainly much harder (laughs) yes well it's a what is it a one punch rule eight uh eight years sentence so you know Mm, it's not community our community society is telling us they do not want people using force, physical mm. force, to, mm. to get anything done. Mm. 
and so mm. it should be. Mm. Everyone deserves to feel safe. Mm. So, yeah, so the schools already have that. Most schools have that in place anyway. Mm. So if you want to, you know, make sure that as mm. siblings, the, the kids at home, they're not, or even kids with their cousins or whoever, mm. that they don't, that they're not rumbling around mm. hurting each other mm. and hands-on all the time, mm. basically. Mm. Anything that can end up becoming a physical interaction that mm. harms someone. Mm. Yeah. Not to mention the emotional interactions that can be very harmful. Well, that's another one. That's another one. That's yeah. another story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to finish up now. Again. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Good. Lena. Good chat. Thanks, Thanks Sass. For Thank seeing you, everyone. Me again today, and I'll um, and don't and forget, yeah, everyone. Any questions? Any ideas? Any ideas? Any questions? Let us know. Mm. The podcasts are going all over <laughs> not just australia i know the world i know we're out there we're very out there people are listening which is we lovely. want to hear from ireland i want to hear from ireland ireland yeah. is really the, the lot we're having a lot of downloads around in europe ireland area yeah yeah so and it's it's lovely yeah, so it's nice yeah. that our chats are which is really what they are. Yeah. They're just having these chats. Yeah, and, and that people are passing it on because yeah. that's the only way it does yeah. happen mm. is that people are passing mm. it on and we really appreciate that. And mm. the more we can help anyone, the better. That's all I think. Yeah. Because And sometimes um, you just hear one little thing. I know for myself when I listen to podcasts and listen to people or read books, whatever it is, it just takes one little thing to kind of to trigger you or a bit of a light yeah. bulb moment or, yeah. you know, or to sort of think, oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, something I want to consider or whatever. Like we're all constantly yeah. learning and yeah, and we just I mean we just talk about you know a hundred different things and yes, we one <laughs> thing <laughs> we do a lot of one that. thing if one thing sticks out well then we've done the job yeah you know because that's the thing in in parenting it's so vast it's and so there is not one wide, rule really it's and just, so yeah, yeah. That, and you have to cater for so much that. You know, you couldn't possibly attack it all in five minutes. Yeah, you know, no, you absolutely. Can only, you can I mean, only you're saying this. Yeah, sorry, guys. What handle whatever mm. you know. Yeah, and I always think, I always say like we do the best that we can for our children in the moment. Yeah. Sometimes it might not be the best decision or the best whatever, but it's never not meant. It's never meant, not meant. Generally, it's not meant to mean harm. No. And so, I think you know, as, long as, you're, as long as your as long as your intention is to to try and really make the effort to yeah. to to be on track. Yeah. And if you feel that you're going off track, then get out there and find a way out mm. of it. Because but don't beat yourself up about it. No, either. no. Go mm. out and just find out more about it. Mm. It's the same as if you you know, if you're running an experiment, which mm. this is, it's an experiment raising kids. Mm. Because it's all new all the time. Mm. But if you if you were doing if you were making up a new recipe for a cake and it doesn't work right, mm. then you don't go, Oh, that's it, I'm hopeless. You go and look up another recipe and see if you can change mm. it for next time, you mm. know. You don't go, Oh, that's the way the kids are and I'm just it's it's all gone pear shaped and that's the way mm. it is. That's 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 my life. No. Mm. It's just going pear shaped for the moment. Mm. You just gotta turn it back around mm. and keep going. So Mm-mm. that's that's part of the experiment. Finding the, the right direction and when you are slightly going off key then 
look it up mm. and investigate and find a new way mm. because it's all it's all out there you mm. can find it and yeah, there's a lot out you'll be there, amazed how yeah. many what one little change in how you approach something mm. what a big change that can make mm. to the whole environment in that home yeah yeah anyway all right, thanks Lena. thank you thanks everyone see you next time bye bye listen to the Saskia and Lena podcast. You can follow Saskia and Lena 1 on Instagram and Facebook and send us your questions which we'll be able to answer in upcoming episodes. You can also listen to the podcast on my website redirectingchildren.com. If you haven't yet, go to the Apple podcast and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join us next week. Thanks so much for listening.